Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for joining us for the Friday edition of On The Pace here, the 8th of January. Crazy to think that we're already a week into this new year and it's such a busy time in racing across all three codes, but particularly in harness racing as we gear up for what are Two of the biggest carnivals each year, the Victorian Summer Harness Racing Carnival is uh, well and truly underway from a Country Cups perspective. Two Country Cups this weekend and New South Wales representation in both as we look towards the Hunter Cup in what is the first week of February and then things automatically roll into our Carnival of Miracles here in New South Wales with the Newcastle Mile the weekend after the Chariots of Fire, then the Miracle Mile qualifying sprints and the big one in early March as well. Last night at Penrith, we had racing in their usual Thursday night time slot and Will Rickson was successful with two wins. So he was uh, a driving double last night for Will and there was also a really popular win on the card as well. Race number three, Mammals Magic for Ashley DeLosa, Chris Geary and John Giggory in the ownership of that runner. Of course, uh, you may have seen across social media, John's in a pretty big struggle at the moment. He's been unwell for quite some time and that certainly meant a lot to that team. And uh, there is a fundraiser on Facebook as well if you look up the John Geary fundraiser, if you'd like to uh, chip in to what has been a long struggle for John and his family, but uh, certainly the harness racing community getting behind that team. And that was a, a well-deserved victory last night and great to see across the border. Karen Manning is edging ever closer to 4,000 driving wins and she clocked up her 3,999th victory last night with Eva Mateo for her father Peter at Terang. She came very, very close to making it the magical 4,000 in the very next race when she was a narrow second. So we're all on watch for Kez as she narrows in closer and closer on that magical mile milestone tomorrow night at Bendigo Words, her next book of drives, including a drive in the Group 1 Maori Mile aboard Red Hot Tooth. So that would certainly be a way to bring up that big milestone. And one of her victories this year, one of her 3,999 that she's managed to rain home so far was, of course, aboard Zeus Bromac in the Breeders' Crown just a few short months ago. Zeus Bromac's trainer, Paul Fitzpatrick, joins us this morning for On The Pace. Thanks for your time this morning, Paul. Uh, good morning, Brittany. A busy time of year at the moment, and you had a winner last night at Penrith, so things seemingly are ticking along pretty nicely. Yeah, yeah, we're not going too bad at the moment. You know, you have your ups and downs, but at the moment it's quite good. Um, a couple of nice horses in the stable, like looking for the better races, so uh, yeah, it's exciting. How many racehorses in the stable at the moment is a ballpark figure and no doubt a busy time as well with babies and the season kicking off. So we're starting to look ahead to some races for those two-year-olds as well. Yeah, yeah. We always keep uh, around 30. Um, you know, it just fluctuates sort of up and down a bit. We're a bit over 30 at the moment. Uh, yeah, as you say, a lot of the two-year-olds are in getting ready for the Bathurst and the Gold. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're actually trialled seven on Wednesday night, so at the moment we're pretty busy with racehorses. Tomorrow night, three runners, and they all look good chances as well, and uh, they're horses that have done a good job for your stable already, but as you mentioned, are looking probably ahead to uh, a few of the bigger races. Race number one, DW, goes around, the last start winner at Penrith. That was a great drive by Gav to get him home, to get him in front from the second row. But he's a horse who's very rarely out of the money. And tomorrow night from the good gate, he has to be a, a decent chance there. 
Oh yeah, I think so. He's um, by looking at the field, he looks like he's going to uh, hopefully be behind um, Bruce Almighty. You know, he's very fast out, so uh, I'd say we hopefully will be on his back. And uh, yeah, he's been a consistent horse all his life. Just don't think he's going quite as good as he can go. I mean, he just hasn't took that next step, um, which he's capable of. But uh, hopefully tonight, with a good, tomorrow night with a good run, uh, he'll do that. He was fourth two starts ago here at Menangle over the 2,300 metres when leading. Do you think the drop back in distance assists him because he was good at the mile or the the shorter trip at Penrith last time out? So do you think a mile is more to his liking than the 2,300 or it was just a set of circumstances that he wasn't, you know, up to those horses last time out? I I think he was disappointing more than the distance. Um, Gavin said he was... You know, when he sort of um, let him go, he just really never let down. And um, as I said before, he's really, he's going good without going as good as he can go. Um, normally distance doesn't worry him. And uh, he's quite capable over the mile or the 20, 20 um, hundred. But um, I think as long as the pace is genuine, he's pretty fine no matter what distance it is. All right, that's race number one, DW. We switch across to the feature of the night, race number three, JOK. In the group three, uh, heats of this race were run last week. And this is a really nice four-year-old. He could quite easily find himself in a few of the bigger races coming up. Would you agree with that statement? I think so, yes. Yes, um, at this stage, we've got plans to be um, having a look at the chariots. He's, um, he's a lovely horse with a great turn of speed. Um, he's got a good draw. Uh, every possibility he's just going to be right up in behind the, the first couple. Uh, I think there's a terrible lot of speed in the race. It's a good race, actually. Um, a lot of nice horses. But he's, he's a pretty nice horse himself, and um, we're, we're pretty happy. I think whatever he did last week, he will go better. He hadn't had a race. Uh, he had a, bit, a little bit of a setback, and he hadn't had a race for a few weeks. So whatever he did last week, I think he'll go better this week. And um, with a nice set, I, I think he's going to be quite competitive. Yeah, quick last quarter last week and he made up ground. So he really did, uh, no doubt, all that you expected of him. You mentioned that speed. He was crossed last week, but the two gate on paper tomorrow night looks perfect. Burnham Boy was able to lead and lead all of the way last time out. So you would assume that would be the case again. So as long as he can hold a forward enough position in the running line, he shouldn't get shuffled too far back. No, that's what I think. Yeah, something like that. I think um, Blake's driving... His horse um, and uh, the other one, the croupier, I think they're, they're quite quick out. So, yeah, if we can just log somewhere behind them. And, and he has got gate speed. He came out quite good last week, but they came out really fast. And uh, we, we sort of had made plans to drive him with a set last week. And um, uh, so that's it. And then, unfortunately, he just got pushed, pushed further back and it just didn't work out. But, yeah, we were happy with him last week, but I'm sure this week will be better. He's just turned four with the new season turnover, and you mentioned the Chariots of Fire is an aim for him. He's only lightly raced, but he's only missed a place twice in his 17 career starts. Have you always had an opinion of him, and for that reason, have you looked after him? Because it seems as though you've uh, you've sort of plotted a plan with him, haven't taken on the bigger races, except for the gold crown that he took on and the gold chalice. But has it always been the case you've thought a little bit of this horse? Yeah, yeah, we've always liked him. Um, no, he, he just went amiss as a two-year-old, just getting ready for the, um, I think it was the gold. Uh, he was, um, he led him an angle and, and galloped, and uh, he pulled off a bit scratchy. 
They never ever found anything wrong with him, but we took the option of giving him a good spell, uh, which paid um, benefits because he, he just grew and matured into a lovely horse. And um, he's just got better every time we brought him in. He's just got better, and, uh, and um, just yeah, hopefully, he just keeps getting better. Yeah, fingers crossed, and he seems a really good chance tomorrow night in that Group 3 final, and you'll get a good guide as well on where he stacks up, maybe for those bigger four-year-old races with expensive ego also engaged. Race number five on just a seven-race card tomorrow night at Menangle is the Open. King of Swing goes around here as a very short price favourite, but pay me, Sam, from your stable, nothing if not consistent, and he came up so close in the Shirley Turnbull last time out, but I'm sure that you are very, very proud of his effort. Oh, yeah, well, uh, well, two things. First of all, uh, we're going to have to pull him out on Saturday night. He's, um, he, unfortunately, he's been uh, plagued by uh, leg problems nearly all his life. And uh, his leg's just not 100%, so we decided to turn him out and give him a good long spell. And, um, but, but the other way, yeah, we've been very happy with his form. Uh, um, he was a bit unlucky at Bathurst. Um, but, I mean, a good horse, a very good horse to beat him. And he took ground off him in the run home. He's a great trier of the horse and a very, very strong horse, a magnificent-looking horse. So, I mean, I'm sure he's got a plenty of future in him. So we decided to turn him out and uh, give him a good long spell. I'm disappointed news for the team. So he'll have, a, he'll have a decent spell. We won't see him back, you know, in the next six months or so? No, no. He'll, he'll probably have six months off. He's just doing a bit of recuperation here now. He did it once before, and we kept him home and worked on him. But he, uh, we decided this time that we'd take the the option and give him a good spell. And uh, so, yeah, he he's probably going away next week, so up to Rod Smith's place, and so he'll have six months up there. Right, disappointing news there, but one other horse in your stable who I saw was down to trial on Wednesday night, I believe, at Penrith was Zeus Bromack. Did he go around, and and how was he? Yeah, no, he went around. Yeah, he went good. Yeah, he trialled really nice. Yeah, um, Gavin was very happy with him. He uh, he won his trial. There was only three in it, but he, he still um he went very nice. I think he went just went a mile and fifty seven, but he got home really strong. And uh, yeah, his his program's the Charis because he's um, New Zealand bred. There's not a real lot on for him, and he was always programmed towards the Breeders' Crown. And then after that, hopefully he'd measure up for the Charis, which is a, obviously another step up. But we've got a lot of confidence in the horse, and uh, although he's only a little fella, he, he does a great job. And uh, so he'll um, he may try once more before he races or, or go to the races. We're not just quite sure what we'll do with him yet. But the program is the chariots. Yeah, he's going to be ultra competitive in that. His Breeders' Crown performance, he really deserved that big race win, didn't he? Because he'd raced so well in everything he'd gone through at two and three. And it did really seem as though you guys had pinpointed the Breeders' Crown. So despite the fact that you couldn't be there necessarily to watch the race and enjoy what would have been good celebrations, it must have filled you um, with great pride that it had been a tick off something that you'd targeted. Yeah, yeah, well, it just worked out nice and I think he was lucky in the sense where because we'd programmed that for him he hadn't done a lot of hard racing before he got there and so he got there as a, as a new boy fresh nice and fresh and he um, we took him to Penrith to try and sort of give him a, a nice run but not quite as hard as he would have if he went to an angle and I think they went 153 or 154 in it so we were a bit worried when he went down there with that race but he just just got better and better as the series went on and um, 
Noel Shimmer was looking after him for me down there, and he said to me after the final, he said, I wish I run again next week. He's, he's just done so well after the race that he could have gone around again. So, yeah, look, he's, he's really, really good. He's come up good and everything, touch wood, everything's fine, and uh, he'll be at the Chariots. Yeah, it is going to be another great edition of the Chariots, and as Shown up some very nice horses in its last few seasons. That'll be the case again. Quickly, before I let you go, we mentioned babies at the top of the show and uh, they're starting to, to come out in green trials and educations and the like. Is there anything in your stable that we look that we can look out for over the next few months as we get towards these juvenile races? Uh, yeah, you've probably got, um, probably got six or eight in work at the moment. And, uh, yeah, probably uh, a couple of yearlings we bought at the sales. Um, one is an American ideal filly. She's not named yet. She's out of the Bravio Express. She goes nice. Um, uh, I'm just trying to think. Uh, half brother to um, half Kenny. We're pretty happy with him. And we've got another somebody somewhere out of the coal stream. None of them are named yet, but they're um, they're probably. The three most advanced, and uh, the one we're most happy with at this stage. And um, but you know how it is when they got when they get there, they've got to do the job. But at this stage, we're pretty happy with them. Right, yeah, we'll write those breedings down and wait for them to be named and watch them over the next couple of months. Thanks for your time this morning, Paul. Appreciate it, and best of luck tomorrow night. And looking ahead to the carnival as well. Okay, then. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks for him. Paul Fitzpatrick there this morning for On The Pace. We thank him for his time and insight as well. Disappointing news there with Pay Me Sam because he had been doing such a good job, very competitive in the open ranks, and that was evidenced with his second last time out in the Shirley Turnbull. But he's going for a good long spell, but hopefully the likes of DW and JOK and, of course, Zeus Bromack can step up and fill that void across the carnival. That's On The Pace for this Friday morning. Just a reminder, that great meeting out of Menangle tomorrow night. There's also the Bendigo Pacing Cup meeting with the Group 1 Maori Mile as well tomorrow night. So good New South Wales interest there with our Uncle Sam doing battle. We'll catch you next week for On The Pace. Best of luck for this weekend if you're a connection with a horse racing or you're having a flutter as well.